1988, as a young Christian, I prayed the desperate prayer, God, let me work for you full time so I won't ever go back to drinking again. I was fighting my way back to sanity after 10 years of mind-twisting addiction. I believed if I could really develop a relationship with Jesus, I could permanently break free from alcohol. I was struggling, and I was desperate. The greatest barrier most alcoholics face is denial. At first, I denied alcohol was a problem. Then when I could no longer deny that, I denied that there was an answer. Even after I stopped drinking, my mind refused to accept who I had become as a person. I was about to find out. July 1989, I was in Pasadena, California at William Carey University, taking an intensive training program to prepare me to teach law and business for a year in China. God's answer to my prayer had been to send me to China. China had been completely closed to foreigners for 40 years when it reopened in the mid-1980s. In 1989, life there was tough, physically and culturally. Our training was more like a boot camp with lots of stress built in intentionally. Let's just say that everyone in the training quickly revealed who we were. The Christian Sending Organization knew how tough the culture and daily life could be for us, so they put us in teams of two. Each team would teach at a university in a major city. Teams were based on our choices for teammates. What's your first choice, second choice, third choice, etc., and our education and skills. The selection process didn't go well. The administrator finally told us that there was one of us that no one wanted to be on their team. He began individual interviews to work out a compromise. I was the last one interviewed. He asked me to be the teammate of a practical joker, my absolute last choice for a teammate. Poor guy, I thought. No one wanted him. I asked, couldn't there please be another option? In frustration, the administrator told me, it's you, Dave. No one wants you on their team. I sat there in stunned silence. And for the first time in years, the veil lifted off my eyes. And I saw who I had become. I'd gone from being the president of my law school class to someone no one wanted to work with. As painful as that moment was, it was the beginning of my transformation. The stronghold of denial was broken off my life, and I invited God to change me to be like Jesus. A year later, I returned to Pasadena to help train a new group of teachers going to China with that organization. I was home for the summer, but going back to China in the fall. The head of the sending organization introduced me as the person who was the most transformed of anyone who had gone to China the previous year. Satan causes us to be deceived and deceive ourselves. This video will show you that the Holy Spirit is God's answer to Satan's ability to deceive mankind. And this video will launch you on your way to removing veils of deception in your life. Satan can blind us so we can't see truth or reality. 2 Corinthians 4.4, New Living Translation. Satan, who is the god of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They're unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. I was a believer, but I couldn't see my character flaws. I couldn't see the darkness was still in my heart and had not yet been removed by God. Satan was blinding me. 2 Corinthians 3.14 describes Satan's ability to blind man as a veil. But their minds were made dull, for to this day the same veil remains when the Old Covenant is read. It has not been removed, because only in Christ is it taken away. The context here is Jesus describing the people blinded by religion in his time. Satan uses many deceptions to blind us, many veils of deception. Only in Christ are veils taken away. Recently, two people very dear to me had a really bad argument and were furious with each other. I talked to Frank. 
His description of what happened revealed that Louise was rude, irrational, and demanding. I was shocked. Louise isn't usually like that. I called Louise, hoping I could somehow help them work this out. After all, they have been friends for years. Louise said she politely asked for a small favor from Frank, who she has done many favors for over the years, and he went ballistic. Her version of events made Frank sound like a raving lunatic. He isn't. He's a calm, rational person, one of the good guys. Frank is not a liar, neither is Louise. Both of them believe in their version of events. Emotional pain and offense have distorted their interpretation of what the other person said and did. Jeremiah 17.9, New Living Translation. The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? The human heart really can be deceptive. Only God knows what really happened between Frank and Louise. Only God knows the depths of the human heart. And only God can unravel our twisted thoughts and emotions. Psalm 139, 2-4. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You understand my thoughts from afar. You scrutinize my path and my lying down, and are intimately acquainted with all my ways. Even before there's a word in my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all. In Luke 16, 13-15 in the NIV, Jesus said, You cannot serve both God and money. The Pharisees who loved money heard all this and were sneering at Jesus. He said to them, You are the ones who justify yourselves in the eyes of others, but God knows your hearts. Transformation begins when the veil of deception is removed. Only faith in Jesus removes the veil of deception over all of us. When the veil is removed, we can see and we are changed. 2 Corinthians 3.18, New Living Translation. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. How does Holy Spirit change us? In those early years in China, I didn't understand how God was changing me. My self-awareness, as you've already seen, was next to non-existent. I just desperately loved Jesus, and I wanted to be like him. So, he changed me. At times, it was painful. Other times, he changed me without me even knowing it. But the change was profound. So, I began praying, Jesus, how are you changing me? And he showed me Ezekiel 36, 26. This is the NIV. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. What does that look like? When you were born again, God regenerated your spirit. You were given a new spirit, sanctified, which means to be made holy, and it also means to be set apart for God's purposes. Your salvation is the fulfillment of Ezekiel's prophecy and God's promise to put a new spirit in you. But our souls, our minds, wills, and emotions are not sanctified. They're not made holy and set apart in a one-time event. It's a lifelong process that the Bible calls transformation. Romans 12.2, New Living Translation. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. Philippians 2.13 in the Amplified Bible says, For it is not your strength, but it is God who is effectively at work in you, both to will and to work, that is, strengthening, energizing, and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose for His good pleasure. Practical steps to let Holy Spirit transform you into a new person. Step one, 
Holy Spirit reveals false beliefs, emotional wounds, and character flaws Satan, sin, and self have created in us. In my example, God showed me how I was angry, judgmental, and legalistic. Over the next year, I surrendered many, many things to God. Holy Spirit took them and replaced them with the fruit that Galatians 5.22 tells us he creates in us. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. He develops the character of God in us, God's supernatural character. Step two, our false beliefs, emotional wounds, and character flaws are often sources of great pain in our lives. Holy Spirit wants to remove the pain and replace it with God's character of love, joy, peace, etc. God identifies the source of our pain and asks us to surrender very thing that's causing our pain. For me, that included insecurity and pride, among other things. Step three, as we surrender and do what Holy Spirit shows us to do, we will be healed and restored in that area of our lives. If we refuse to surrender, if we hang on to those things, we'll continue to have the pain and the problem. Accepting the truth about yourself can be painful and hard, but it will set you free. John 8.32 says, Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Your transformation begins when the veils of deception are removed and you see yourself as you are, knowing God will transform you into a new person as you love and obey Him. Activation Prayer Things that are veiled are things that we cannot see. God needs to reveal these things to us because we just can't see them ourselves. We can't remove what we aren't even aware is there. Pray with me the prayer that David prayed. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. That's Psalm 139, verses 23 to 24. John 16, 13 says, But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, has come into me. John 14, 17 says, The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. Holy Spirit, reveal and remove every veil of deception in my life. Lead me into all the truth and create Jesus' character in me. In Jesus' name, amen. My prayer for you is that God will reveal to you the things that are causing you pain, the things that are holding you back from the fullness that God has for you, and that you will get set free. If you like this video, please comment, like, and subscribe. Thank you for listening.